Hi and welcome to Double Fault. My name is Andrew and I'm on a journey to play in the Pan Pacific Masters Games in November next year on the beautiful Gold Coast in Queensland. There are now 513 days to go before that event occurs. I think I've developed a bit of a bit of a tennis elbow. Dr. Dr. Google tells me I have all the symptoms of a tennis elbow. I've got a sore patch, if you like, on the outside of my elbow area. When I dig my fingers into it, it actually really hurts. And you know what? I actually think it's helping my game a bit, which is really weird because all of a sudden I can't force myself to make certain shots or serves and I, I can't grip as tight. And I think my serve has loosened up a heap. I'm, I'm, I've been doing some serves um, against uh, some of my hitting partners and I really notice it and some of them feel really good. It feels like all the power is coming from my body and shoulder rather than me just gripping that racket and trying to whack it. I'm actually swinging at it and uh, whipping that racket through the ball and they're going faster they're going in and they're sounding better and they're I think they're actually looking better and my ground strokes too my forehand is way better as well it's just looser and easier backhand not so much I'm a single-hander backhander and it, it actually hurts a little bit for the backhand they're working okay I can ignore the pain and, and play through it but um, the forehand and the serve are definitely I think getting some benefit from me being injured, which is, you know, the only good thing there is about being being injured is when you get some sort of benefit elsewhere, I guess. So I'm not recommending you go out and get tennis elbow to improve your serve or your forehand, but it's um, it's interesting and it's actually a bit of an eye opener. I, I think I'm hoping that once this injury heals, apparently it can take a few months, but once it heals that I'll keep on using my newfound looseness, if you like, for my serve and ground stroke. I played a match a couple of days ago against a guy who is coming back to tennis. And I just want to actually say how quickly people improve when they're rusty, they left tennis for years and years and years, played as teenagers or, you know, late teens or even early 20s. And they come back and they're rusty and they improve so, so quickly. The first time I played this guy was about, I think, maybe a month and a half ago. And he won. It was 4-3, 4-3. So there were, there were four uh, four game sets, uh, fast four format. So both uh, sets came down to tie break and he won. But this time he won 4-love, four 4-2. Now, there's a couple of things there. Number one, he brought a way better game this time than he did last time. And you know what? I actually brought a better game too, I thought, but he just outplayed me. The other interesting thing is that there's often such a differential between the first set and the second set. Quite often, I'm either losing the first set six love and, and coming back on the second set, or I'm I'm winning uh, really well on the first set, and then I'm dropping out on the second set. I don't know if it's that changeover or a change of mental attitude either way, but I wish I could work it out because I think that if I could figure out why my uh, game is changing and, and make both sets a winning set, that, that'd be really good. So maybe uh, for the ones where I'm losing the first set and doing better on the second set, maybe it's just taking me time to ease my way into it. Or maybe mentally I'm actually thinking that the other player is going to beat me and then they want up beating me and then I'm kind of... Well, I'm not going to say resigned to losing, but I feel a bit more comfortable uh, with the game. And then I come back and, and play some better tennis. And the same with where I'm clobbering the first set and losing the second set. I think I get comfortable with winning. 
And then um, my mental resolve to keep winning, it kind of eases off a little bit and I start throwing games away. Maybe that's a thing. Who knows? I'm actually going to Port Douglas for my wedding anniversary, my 30th wedding anniversary this weekend for a six-day holiday. So there'll be no tennis. Actually, there will be. I'm going to take a, a sock with a couple of balls in it to practice my tennis strokes, and I'll use those same balls to practice some tosses for the serve. I think it's um, it's actually a good opportunity to, to do that when you're on holidays because they don't take much room in your luggage. And you can um, go through the service motion over and over again while you're having a little bit of a afternoon rest or you know an afternoon cocktail. And you can do the ball toss and you know practice that throwing that ball up and having it drop in the right place. And there's only a limited number of things you can do when you're traveling. And carrying a racket in my luggage is is not a thing. But certainly carrying a, a sock with a couple of balls in it is a thing. So there's my uh, practice for. Those six days, I'll take that opportunity to try and improve my ball toss a bit and to practice my tennis serve so I get a nice, smooth kind of motion, which it's getting smoother anyway. Like I said before, maybe it's kind of thanks to my tennis elbow, but it's getting it was getting smoother anyway, and my racket drop is definitely getting better. I can feel myself and I can see that it's better than it was, you know, 18 months ago, and you'd expect that. I've done a lot of practice since then, but it's looking... Not like a great serve, but it's not looking like a amateur serve. It's actually looking like something in between. I had a squad this morning, like a group um, lesson with a coach. And normally that's coach with, uh, you know, four, five or six players. And you go through drills and different activities. Uh, you know, you play doubles, you play, you know, a few different things, variations on forehands and backhands and Volleys and the like. But this morning's squad was actually just me and one other player and the coach. I don't know why that came about. But this other player, he was red hot, really good. Um, So we took turns rallying with each other and with the coach. You know, it was me and him, me and the coach, him and the coach. And when he was playing the coach, and these coaches, you know, they're they're not amateurs. They they know what they're doing with a, a tennis racket. And this guy, he was actually beating the coach. And when I was rallying with him, he was rallying really huge and deep and really good topspin balls, great pack hands. And it was a pleasure to play with him. I got a couple of points of him, which is really great because I didn't think I could get anything off him. Just watching him play, I think there's a real benefit in playing against someone who plays really well. He had this absolutely beautiful forehand with a wonderful follow through, a big circular motion. And when you play against those guys and it's not competitive, it's just, you know, having some rallies and having a bit of a bit of practice hitting, you try and emulate that. And I try, I was trying to emulate that because that's, that's kind of what I do when I see a really good player on the other side of the fence there. I try and copy what they do to make my game better. And I picked up so many things from hitting with this guy today and with the coach as well. He, he actually hit, hit with me as well. As I said, it was just the three of us on the court. There wasn't a lot of instruction going on. There was a little bit of, you know, a little bit of instruction, but not a huge amount. But it was more a case of watch and learn. And I think there's a lot to be said for watch and learn. You can watch YouTube videos and see how players do things. But when you're watching good players play live, and actually when you're involved with playing a game with a good player, I think you learn a lot more. I think you can actually copy and see what the other player does and 
emulate their strokes. And, you know, you, I think you maybe you don't wind up being an instantly better player, but your mind absorbs that, I think. And then you can use that in games down the track. It was a good session and I, I really in, enjoyed it. I got to say, I really do enjoy the group squads where you have lots of variety of players and I know the other players and it's, it's fun playing, you know, various types of games. But this kind of session was way more intense. You know, just the warm-up rallies. We were just bashing it out from the back line. And I was getting way more topspin than I normally would. I was actually hitting these balls as hard as I could. And they were still landing in. In past days, those balls would have gone way over, hit the fence. It just shows that after a bit over two years, I'm actually hitting the ball with lots of topspin. Not as much as I would like, but enough for it to go into the court, even when I hit it really hard. Like, I wasn't mucking around. I was really hitting hard, following through. And uh, those balls were dropping over the fence and landing well and truly inside the baseline. Mind you, the other guy with um, the beautiful swing and much more experience with me, he was returning those suckers with interest. But it doesn't really matter because um, I just got a bit of an insight as to how much I've learned over the last two years. I feel that often I throw games away when I'm playing against players who have a... I'm going to say a lower ranking, but I'm going to say... But it's really players that hit softer rallies. Like uh, the competition I'm in has some players that they do hit softer, they hit longer, they hit harder. And you have to provide your own pace. And I, I wound up losing a lot of games against those people. And I think it's because, you know, when you're hitting a hard rally with a person who hits hard, you can really feed off their balls. And um, they provide a lot of energy to start with that you can just give the same back. But when a ball comes soft and reasonably accurately, it's harder to return it in a way that you would like to hit them because, you know, I'm I'm a typical guy who likes to hit them from the baseline. I just like to whack it really hard. And when they don't have pace and you hit it really hard like that, they, they do go long. I have a few games coming up with um, some softer hitters, uh, some matches there. And I think there's a that I might take that lesson to the court and, and try and keep a sustained rally going. Uh, a softer rally. I can run most things down. I'm not a slow coach on the court, even though I'm 63. Yes, I said that, 63. Um, so I'm not a slow coach on the court. I can get around and I can return most things quite successfully. The only problems come in when I start to try and hit winners or start to aim for the lines. And there's no need for that in this sort of game. Just as long as you know I keep my returns deep and I don't stand on the baseline, which is a stupid thing that I just keep on doing. So hopefully in the next coming weeks, I'll have a few more games in this competition. Tonight's competition game, unfortunately, has been uh, cancelled because the player couldn't make it. Next week's Tuesday night competitions also, I won't be able to make that because I'll be in Port Douglas. But I have a few other matches coming up. You know, I play two competitions. One's a hard competition, one's a softer competition. I have a few games coming up in the softer competition, which I'll try and bring that attitude with me. The harder competition is a different story. Uh, those folks in, in that competition, they do like to hit the ball hard. They hit deep. They hit hard. Lots of top spin. If I give them the opportunity, they'll hit a cross-court winner, which gets me every time. It serves me right for feeding their forehand like that. But uh, I, I think that um, those two competitions need different approaches. I think um, I try and Pay attention to what's happening when you when we have a practice rally to see what sort of balls the other players are, are feeding. And I, I do actually focus on trying to feed some to the forehand and backhand and a few higher ones, a few slices, 
just to see how those players react to it or hit them a bit wide to see if they'll run for it. And I'm starting to recognize during the warm-up rallies what sort of a player I'm up against. Trouble is, sometimes I recognize that I'm up against a player that, you know, it's, it's, it's a player that's better than me. There's no other way to say it. There's players out there in my comps that are way better than me. And those things are lessons. And sometimes, you know, you win a game off a player like that. And that's a bit of a joy. You kind of go, I actually won a game and I wasn't expecting to win anything. And that's not a negative attitude that I'm bringing onto the court. That's just being realistic. You know you're outclassed sometimes. And then the best I can do is basically just try and make a few points and just, you know, just try and keep the damage down to a minimum, you know, a bit of damage control and try and play the higher percentage shots. You know, they, they, they might out rally me they might hit winners they might beat me but chances are that i can i can win a few points and maybe the odd game off those people anyway i just wanted to share this with you today i haven't recorded a match uh this week uh, and i'm not going to i was planning on recording tonight's match but sadly as i've said that person has backed out and can't make it so there's no recording of a match it's just me rambling on as i am doing right now I think um, tonight I'll re-grip my rackets. I'm using Torna grips, the uh, soft touch ones, which I really like. The grips, you know, they get kind of slimy after a while. I sweat a lot through my hands and, you know, it gets rainy and it's dewy. And after a while, they still grip well because they're Torna grip and they're really good. But they start to feel a bit mucky. So I'll probably regrip my rackets tonight and hopefully tomorrow morning I'll have a hit with, well, I'll have a hit with a guy I can't beat. Uh, um, and then hopefully Thursday I'll have another squad. And then it's off to um, Queensland to Port Douglas for a bit of snorkeling and a bit of R&R and maybe a little bit of tennis toss practice and, uh, and tennis service swing practice with balls in a sock. And um, hopefully next week I'll be rested my... Um, sore arm will be better. My Achilles will have healed a bit more again, and I'll be ready for some good, solid gameplay. So I'm Andrew, and this is Double Fault. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back again next week with some more of my journey. (laughs) 